Hello, and welcome to episode four. Today, Dale, we are wrapping, well, we're up to season four of our season about finding clients and keeping them. Today, we wanted to talk about social media, because we can't really talk about finding clients or retention, I feel like, without touching on this giant... Everywhere. ...online thing that mm. people are checking all the time. All the time. (laughs) People are always on it, you know? What do you do if you've got... 20 spare seconds. Yeah, you get yeah. your phone out, check Facebook, Instagram, yeah, yeah. you know, YouTube, LinkedIn, whatever, whatever, Twitter, whatever yeah. floats your boat. So if we thought you've got to have a full topic on it because it is such a big part of today's sort of life and, uh-huh. you know, all potential clients and our clients are on it. Mm-hmm. So, um, you know, using social media. Hello and welcome to The Trainer's Tribe, a podcast for heart-centered fitness business owners. My name is Kyle Wood, and along with my co-host Dale Sidebottom, we'll aim to help you build a fitness business that will allow you to reach hundreds or thousands of people. There are far too many trainers out there who are just getting burnt out and fed up with the industry, but it doesn't have to be that way. With a little support and a little heart, we can create an industry to be proud of. If you don't already use social media, you know, just before you listen to this episode, mm-hmm. I would really highly recommend you starting, I reckon, an Instagram account because that's the easiest. It's always either just a photo or a video, mm-hmm. um, and it, it's really basic. You can just take pictures of your workouts or of your group or mm-hmm. things you're doing and, and just write a little bit about it. Yeah. It's a really easy way to start. Yeah. Um, and then you can set up a Facebook group. And just post the same content into that, you know. And um, once you start doing it, you'll figure things out. It's like anything you do, you know. The more you do it, the better you get. Like when I first started doing boot camps, my workouts were crap. You know, I look back on them now, and I did like a circuit for forty-five minutes, the same thing over and over. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, that is the worst session ever. Why would people want to do that? Yeah. You know, whereas I, the only way I've improved is by trialing new things and saying, oh, that works better. Or so it's the same as social media. If you if you haven't had an account or you don't have one and you're like, oh, I don't know anything about it, you, you've got to try. So I'd start one, right? do a post, and then I reckon listen to this episode because we'll give you some insight and just some little tips that will help you you know, become more savvy, I suppose, on social media, get more likes, followers, mm-hmm. you know, which again, builds your brand and will help with you know, building your business in the long run and a community. You know, because everyone's on social media, that is your community. Yeah. You know, and just an example before we start, recently you've started back on Instagram, I've noticed, mm-hmm. um, doing some videos and things like that, which is great, you know. And you're lucky enough, you've got a lot of followers because people like what you do. But you hadn't posted for a while, but now that you are, mm-hmm. can you explain why that's just for like personal yourself, what's been the shift with posting more yeah. on Instagram, I didn't. I wasn't going to ask. I just thought of this on the spot, but I think it's good. Uh, I think, yeah, I just saw it as a as a sort of untapped audience. Like people were, I mean, yeah, I'm lucky enough. I have my audiences online, unlike out, you know, running face to face boot camp. Correct. Um, and so people were already looking for me and that stuff in Instagram. So I saw it as, oh well you know, maybe this is something which I can, you start providing some content on. And it, and yeah, it just, it worked out with having time when I've tried to do it before. 
like maybe we'll talk about this a bit later but I tried to do it before I tried to do too much and it was too hard to sustain yep. and then I stopped and now um, I've just taken a different approach to it that's more sustainable yep. and so I think that's a big part of it as well and you can still provide a lot of con- a lot of value to people um, without needing to post every hour yeah well an hour. I was the same I, was, <laughs> I had a rule where I had to do it every day yeah. you know and it stressed me out Yeah, and it was crap yeah. I was just posting for the sake of it you know, and it wasn't doing anything. It was just wasting a lot of time. Yeah. So, um, yeah, if you are listening and you haven't started, you only need to post, like, once or twice a week. That's all you need to do. Mm-hmm. But make them a good post. Yeah. Promote the good things that you were doing. Yeah. You know, and I think that's the big thing in social media. It's an avenue for you to show how good your business is or how good you are. Yeah. How much fun everything is you're doing. Yeah. You know, and that's, if you're not doing it, you're really missing out. Mm-hmm. You know, particularly in small communities as well. Mm-hmm. You know, you can have a real big point of difference because everybody who's on social media, it doesn't mean you're in a big city or a town of 200 people, you know, clients will be on social media yeah. and that's just another way for you to tap into them. Yeah. Cool. I think that's a good little message. And I personally, I think it's good that you're back on social media. I liked, uh, if anyone hasn't looked at it, I liked those push-ups you tried the other day. Yeah. yeah really I good. I tried them. <laughs> I've got bad shoulders from footy, but uh, yeah, I, I thought they were good. Maybe a bit hard for me at the moment, but uh <laughs> Yeah, I think it's good you're offering your clients something else, you know, and that's what I mean. Everybody else out there, that's what you can do, and uh, it's a really good way to promote the fantastic business and what you're offering to the community. I like the thing I liked about Instagram as well, and I mean, Facebook and stuff's the same too, but it's more interactive. You know, if I'm writing an email or just posting a blog on the website, um, people, I think people back in the day used to comment on stuff more, but it you don't really get that much interaction or people people already have a lot of emails so they're just kind of reading through it and it's different from hitting like comment or a like you know they can't really do that on an email they have to actually reply to the email yeah, or do yeah. something yeah. people do send stuff through which is great it's fantastic and it's more in depth with email like they'll actually send me more information about how it helped them or whatever yeah. but with um, yeah with the thing about social media is that <clears throat> it's a very easy way for people quick. to interact with you quick too and it feels it feels more personal, I think, especially depending on the content you're posting, but it can feel a lot more personal, which can make people, um, so when they actually come to your session or because you're only seeing them, maybe you've got a client that comes twice a week, you only see them for an hour and a half each week between, you know, 45 and 45, then this is a great way that they can still interact with you and your brand between those two times. Yeah, yeah. And, and I think uh, people like seeing themselves on social media. People like seeing pictures or videos of themselves. So, oh, yeah, like when you post Correct. And, and I'll talk about and, that, yeah. about um, the quality content and what sort of content people like. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, people do like that. Yeah. You know, they won't say it, oh, I love seeing myself, but everyone does, <laughs> and they lie if they don't. Um, so I suppose that leads into the first part. Now, um, I hadn't really thought about this till probably six months ago, and I did a little bit of research on, you know, social media and posting and different things like that. Um, and one was the time of day that you actually post your image or the content you want to do. Okay, so now we're getting into, like, this is the part where people should get their pens and paper yeah, out. Yeah, I think so. They, they, so we're, just, we're not going to go into too much detail, but this is the nuts and bolts, just okay. a little cheat sheet about um, little tips that can help you to build that profile. Time of day. Think about it when... Most people are at work, all right? Yeah. That's probably not a time you want to post because people are obviously doing their job. More, more often than not, I know a lot of people are still on there, but majority of your audience will not be on their phone or yeah. on their computer. 
early morning, they might be commuting to work. So you, you could do one, I reckon, if you do one after boot camp, so say seven-ish. Like and when after, yeah, yeah, when people either wake up or they go on the train yeah. or car or before work, yeah. you know, people will check it then. Yeah. Um, but the biggest time, the best time to post is between six and nine at night. You think about why, because that's the time that people are at home. Uh-huh. They've either eaten dinner, they're relaxing on the couch, watching TV, watching a movie, all right? More often than not, they're on their phone. So this is this is like for clients who train in the morning or the evening, right? Yeah. Yeah. Not, yep. Not maybe, like maybe if you had, I can imagine if you were training clients who are training at 9.30 in the morning with their kids, then that, that might be different. Because maybe they're not going, maybe they're not working at the moment. Yeah, they're good on point. Leave yeah, yeah. Or yep. Whatever. Yeah. So I just wanted to clarify that. That's that's a good one. So yeah. mums and bubs, that might be like during the day. Yeah. You know, they might be scrolling through their phone or whatever right. like that. But a majority of the population, if you're thinking about time on social media, is between that time of six to nine. And you can check that on Facebook. You can. You? Yeah. There's all different ways. If you, yeah. if you can even, page. you can even probably, they're probably ranked it on certain blogs. You know different professions uh, or different yeah. age people when they're on um, and I'm sure you could look that up but yeah this uh, a lot of research I did is yeah that best time to obviously yeah post is after dinner at night when mm-hmm. people are sitting around and then I suppose with that posting hashtagging alright now do we talk about hashtags first or what you're actually posting well we can talk about well I'm going to go do hashtags okay. and then talk about what and, what content. and okay. figure it out through that because right, uh, okay. I think your hashtags... Because um, I'm useless at hashtags. Yeah, and that's so... Yeah. Like, I learned a lot from you in your last episode. Um, we spoke about spirituality and things like that. I just never thought about, which is great. Now I'm going to learn about hashtags. Now I'm going to teach you a couple of things here, <laughs> Mr. Wood. All right, so um, hashtagging, I think's great because it opens up for people that don't follow you, you know? So, for example, if I go onto Instagram and I type in... Um, personal trainers yep. as a hashtag it'll come up with all people that have hashtagged a post with personal trainers and you can look at what all those personal trainers are doing mm-hmm. or it might be hashtag boxing so I can go through there might be some pictures of boxing might be boxing workouts yep. anything like that also the one I like is you can put in your location so we could do Melbourne yeah. and it could have anything to do with Melbourne alright uh-huh. so the thing that I really I, like that for because the boot camps are location specific exactly right yeah. so i every post i do i do uh i talk i post a day so people that are looking for that day mm-hmm. all right i post that um i post the locations or the suburbs that i'm in so yeah. for example myself in melbourne i do richmond hawthorne st kilda um, and then i also do melbourne because that's an overall uh overall part of where i run my business um, and then I also mentioned the type of training. So like on a Wednesday, I'll do boxing. So I mentioned that. I mentioned my business name. I mentioned personal trainers. Um, and then I mentioned the basic ones like fitness, fit fam, results, uh, outdoor training, boot camps, okay. anything like that that people may look into. Uh-huh. Obviously, the more hashtags, I think you can have up to about 30. The more you have, the larger scope you have for people seeing your post, mm. which obviously builds your profile. Mm-hmm. But you don't. You want to make sure those posts are relevant again. And again, you can search hashtags. What's the best hashtags for personal training for fitness? Okay. So I just think the big ones though are make sure you've got your location. Yeah. Right, so where you run your business. Uh, make sure I can put the day in, and then also what you're what you're actually running. You know, like is it boxing? Is it height? Is it games? Is it whatever? Yeah. You know, I can post a little bit about that. 
So that's a little bit about hashtagging. I'd recommend doing a little bit of reading on it because it might be different for different countries, states, yeah. regions for uh, mums and bubs or boot camp or CrossFit or, or whatever you're doing. All right, so I'd look into that. That give you a little bit of an insight? Yeah. A little yeah. bit? Cool. Um, and now I suppose the, the main thing though is what what are you posting? You know, how do you know what you want to post? Mm. Like, for example, use yours again. You've been posting some pictures and some videos. Yeah. Right? Why are you posting two different types? Why aren't you just posting pictures? Because the, the videos are way better for showing exercises. Good. Yeah, yeah. All right. So yeah, I've done pictures in the past years ago, but... um. Yeah, it's just awkward. I think people want to see really quickly how something works, and I think Dang. a short 10-second video is the way to go. Exactly right, and that's the best thing about it. It is short. It yeah. gets people's attention. It's done. They yeah. like it. They'll watch it. They might follow you for other videos. Yeah. Right? They like the picture. da 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 So my biggest advice with that one is try a lot of different things. You know, Have some videos. Have some maybe just content, all right? So on some meal plans or a workout option or something mm-hmm. like that, have some pictures, Pictures yeah. of maybe you working out. People like to see who you are. Yeah. Um, quotes, you know, some motivational quotes. I've found yeah. they're pretty crap though. They're not as good. Um, no. I've found the biggest ones for my group are action shots or group photos at the end of a session. Okay. Yeah. So well, I, that's and, awesome because that's showcasing your bootcamp. Correct. Too. It is exactly right, okay. and that that's what gets the most likes. Yeah. So I don't just post them all the time, mm-hmm. but at least every second post. Will nearly be of a group photo now because I know that gets a lot of traction. Yeah. All right. And, and videos, I think, are great as well for you as a trainer to show the skills that you can do, yeah. like you have been doing. But again, they obviously take a little bit more time and you may not have that. So everyone will be different, but find out, you know, what gets you the most traction likes, comments, because they're the ones you need to stick to. If you're doing posts that aren't getting many likes or comments, your hashtags may be wrong. You might be posting at the wrong time of day or what you're posting, people don't want to see or they don't really care about. So I'd go back over all the photos or videos or whatever you've posted, see what got the most traction and then you're like, bang, that's the answer. That's mm. what people want to see and that's what will promote your business. So it'll take some testing. 100%. Like anything. Out, yeah. Like anything, like testing new workouts. Uh-huh. You know, you test them, oh, that was rubbish. I'm not going to do that again. But you don't know unless you try that. So this we've talked mostly about Instagram. Oh yeah, it is mainly it is mainly Instagram, but yeah, I do. So each post I do on Instagram, I post it on Facebook as well. So it's the same thing. So it's just going across two different platforms. Do you just use the the thing on Instagram? No, no, no. You go manually because I've got it's a business page because I've set it up so I could do ads. Uh, Um, So you need to go through Facebook Page Manager or whatever it is. Yeah, it's a pain. Yeah, I took mine back. Yeah, it's very annoying. I must admit, I do get frustrated with that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but it's pretty easy once you... So I write up, like obviously if it was a Wednesday session or I talk about the session, what we've done, I put the hashtags in, I copy, I do that in notes, I copy all that, uh, then okay. I paste it in my Instagram with the photo. So you don't have to type it in. Then I don't, and then I do the same thing, bang, straight on Facebook, paste, done. Yeah. Um, another thing you can do is make your images look nice, have your website or a hashtag uh, in actual writing on your image. Um, uh-huh. There's a really good app that I use to do that. It's free. It's called Adobe Spark Post. It's a really good one that you can okay. use and it's really simple to use. Heap of different templates with okay. different writing you use over the top of it and stuff yeah. like that. Um, I find that really cool. Um, it's a nice way to jazz up a group photo or something you're doing like that. So that's, yeah, that's a good one I use. Mm. Mm-hmm. 
I know I just feel like I'm rambling on a lot no, here, mate. Good. But uh, um, yeah, that's my sort of take on it. You need to do a lot of trial and error, uh, and then yeah, find out what works for you and keep going for that. I suppose. Mm-hmm. Um, the next one we had on there, Kyle, was online community, and um, you've probably done this better than anyone I know about building a community. Yours is obviously a different community to um, a local boot camp, yeah. you know, with your BCI. But um, and we've recently done it with the Trainers Tribe. Yeah. Um, but talk about how you've done that and why it's so beneficial. Yeah, I think it... Well, I mean, for my audience, I only interact with a lot of these people online. But yep. for your boot camp, again, if you're only seeing people... And we talked in earlier episodes about how crucial that time is you've got when you're actually seeing your clients and how you need to make the most of that. But then, yeah, look, creating a space where they can also interact with um, you before and like you know between sessions um or while you know while they're on holiday as well because like that can be cool for them to keep because how many clients have you had uh go on holiday and then never come back heaps uh like that's how yeah it happens so like how can you help them you know keep their finger on the pulse so that when they come back they're ready and pumped like they can't wait to get back um into things and so posting pictures and stuff on social media is great but having a community a private community where uh, they can share ideas and interact with each other. Because again, that's like what we talked about in previous episodes. At your classes, they interact with you first. Correct. But then your goal is to get them to interact with each other. So um, creating a Facebook group is awesome for that. And the thing I want to talk to you about, and maybe we can actually, uh, for our next episode, I know we're going to go out and talk to some trainers about their perspectives. But I'm curious about... One question that always comes up with communities before I go into like more about how to create communities is, um, should I have a closed group for just people who've been part of my boot camp or yeah. who maybe are current members, or should I just have like a Facebook group that's almost like my that's almost like your page? Yeah, anyone can join it who wants information uh, for free and be like part of the community, even if they're not coming to the sessions. So that's. What do you think about that? Yeah, well, depends. What depends if you're posting quality content in there that you don't want other people seeing. Uh-huh. You know, if you're using it for uh, a way to promote your business, get traffic, yeah, and you know, obviously get more members signed up. Yeah, then I, you definitely have an open one. Mm-hmm. Whereas if you are providing a service as an add-on for what you do as your face-to-face training, and you're giving away a lot of content. Yeah. to people that are paying you already, yeah. then keep it closed. That's fine yeah. because you don't want to be giving that away to people you may not know, yeah. stealing that because it does happen yeah. you know, and, and working hard for no result. Yeah. So I suppose you need to figure out again what you're using social media for and how yeah. you want to leverage that. Yeah. And then you'll obviously answer your question yourself, I reckon. Yeah, that's perfect. Mm-hmm. I think... Um, yeah, that, that's really what it comes down to. Like, are you using this as a way to deepen the community you already have if so closed group or using this as a way to sort of give people a bit of a taste of what you do um and the kind of care and support you give before you um people join and there's no reason you can't do both like you could have two facebook groups you could have a private one that's just for you know your group and you could have like a bigger sort of larger sort of the the you know family you know extended family kind of like uh, his family in brackets. Yeah. Um, I was trying to think of like, so like the gym I go to sea change, it could be like the sea change family, which is like, you know, extended. It's like people's partners and stuff like that. 
Um, and that, yeah, that you would treat more like your page and you would just, you know, you post events that are coming up, you know, new boot camp stuff like that. And then save your, maybe you'd post the odd, odd like workout or something like that, but not like what you do with your private group, which, um, the thing, great thing about private groups as well is that if everyone already knows each other from the sessions, they, they're going to be more communicative because they're Correct. going to feel safer. Whereas yeah. if there's like randoms join all the time, the conversation and the comments and, and the questions people ask. Uh, so that's the other thing. Well, you, you may not to... generate as much discussion because people are like this and online forum instead of a it, yeah. safe, secure group. Exactly. People I know. Yeah. So that's, that's where you want to do those two things. But that's where, sorry to cut you off. Yeah. You can have that closed group on Facebook. That's why that's so good. Yeah. And then use Instagram to promote everything you're doing. Stuff like that, yeah. Yeah. Mm -hmm. You know, and that's where you can get those leads for your business. Yeah. But then you can provide more content because Facebook allows for your closed group. Uh Mm. Yeah. So I think one of the things to do if you want more activity in in a group is you need to be really clear about the purpose of it. Yeah. Have that up the top, I think. Yeah, don't just be like the my business name community. What is this group going to be used for? Is it... You want people to share, you know, healthy recipes with each other. You want people to, maybe you, maybe you kick things off by running a challenge. And this is the plate where people need to check in. They need to check in in this group. Yeah. Uh, some sort of purpose behind it. If you don't have that purpose, people, uh, yeah, people won't. In, they'll be like, oh, I've just been added to another Facebook group. Yeah. And they won't interact. Um, having people. For your personal groups, you probably need people introducing themselves. Um, and then, yeah, you need to be really active at the start as well. So 100%. you need to be replying to comments. It's great now, you know, Facebook a few years ago, you couldn't reply to comments. Now, you, now it does work more like a forum um, in, you know, you, the way you can interact. Now you can love comments and yeah, yeah. ha to comments. And there's like way more interaction you can get. So, but making sure you're in there uh, a lot at the start. And if you're not, say, kicking things off with a a 30 day squat challenge or something like that. You want to be in there still posting stuff, um, that people are interested in. Uh, so posting things that they can use, but also, also posting questions, um, getting them to think about, you know, stuff which people are then going to reply to, or maybe post something and be like, Hey, what, what's your opinion on this? Cause people love giving their opinion. Yes. So that's a great way to get people to interact. Um, yeah, so maybe there's a new diet fad or something, or I know I know here um, <clears throat> ABC will do some report on some like I remember they did one on that the five two oh, yeah. diet fasting thing, and then every client I had started doing five, five, five two dieting, yeah. and uh, so people are looking for an yeah, easy out. Yeah, Correct. so so like you could post something about you know think about those sort of current topics, and you might post something on that and be like, hey, what do you guys think of this five two diet? And then people can can write and be like, oh yeah, it's, I think it's a great way. It sounds like a great way I can manage my weight. Other people will be like, no way I could go a whole day with that. Yeah. And you start getting some conversation going. And then over time by them, it's a small leap from someone commenting on your post to just being like, oh, I've got a question. Bang. I'll go in there. Yeah. I'll ask. And like, and it takes time to build that yeah. trust. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, as you said, you need to be, you need to lead it. Like yeah. everything in your yeah. business the more you put in, more yeah. energy, more yeah. care you put with your posts, yeah. the more people are going to buy in, mm-hmm. the more people will join your business. Mm-hmm. It's just another avenue, really, the whole social media bubble. Um, yeah. And so there, I suppose the big takeaway, if you're not using it, you got to yeah. start small like everything, but it's a must. You know, you're, yeah. missing, you're missing out on a huge chunk 
of people's days that revolve around social media. Mm-hmm. People live on it. It's addiction. Yeah. You know, so... Maybe as, as health professionals, then we shouldn't be... <laughs> we're, not, we're not addicted to it, but we're tapping into yeah, that advocating. market to build our business. Well, yeah, but you know what I mean? Like, like you know, everyone's on the, their dopamine fix. But I guess this is an opportunity for us to create a positive, to use this thing that people are just it's, looking at junk on to actually give them some positive stuff. Yeah. Um, I did have another thought, I know, before we, we wrap up. Um, so our friend Kirsten... She runs, I don't, I don't think you're part of it because you're not a postnatal woman. Not that, but she I, does not that I know on. of. Anyway, so she's created a group just for like this one type of training she does for her client. But she's made that open to everyone. And it's actually been a great way for people to interact with her. And she's got a couple of videos. That's all she's got is a couple of videos on there. She's not adding new videos all the time. But those couple of videos for what she's focused on are enough. And that's been enough for her to have women who are like, oh, can you train me online? Because... She's so because they're too they live too far away to yeah. actually come to her face to face thing. So I think that's if you're a trainer who's maybe you're really into obstacle course racing or you have like a specific type of training which you like doing on the side, creating a group that's just about that mm. uh, is a great way to bring together like minded people, yeah. people who are having around the world the same problem. Yeah, and, and that's, that's not just your community. That's right. Uh, yeah, and that like helps. It. Yeah, establish you as an expert and creates a place for for people to ask questions about that kind of topic so that can be really good as well like being with you know like boot camp ideas the bci ask group is so popular because it's about boot camp ideas like it's yeah. very specific what what we talk i mean people ask other boot camp business related questions in there but but a lot of what goes on in there is around running boot camp yeah and trying to come up with cool ideas for your boot camp yeah yeah it's good all I right leave that. good i like it done so yeah, next episode, guys, will be uh, getting feedback from uh, our fellow listeners. Yeah, we're going to share some insights into building community um, for what's worked for other trainers. So this is what we've talked a lot about what's worked for us, and uh, we're going to find out what's working for trainers at the moment, and we're going to report back to you with what's happening. Done. Cool. Stay tuned. See you guys. Bye. Hey there, Kyle here again. I just wanted to take a moment here at the end of the episode to thank you for listening. It means a lot to Dale and I that uh, trainers like yourself listen into the podcast and enjoy it and find it useful. I mean, that's why we do this. Also, if this is your first time listening and you haven't subscribed yet and you'd like to listen to more episodes, go ahead and hit subscribe in your app uh, or if you're on the website there, head to the subscribe section and you can subscribe by email as well. If you are listening in the app and you want to see read the show notes for this episode, head to trainerstribe.com for all of that info. Thanks again and bye for now.